0: This is a horror podcast. It exists to provoke and alarm and unnerve. None of us will judge you if you turn away. But if you wish to proceed, it's your choice. Yours and yours alone. There is no God. Love is impossible. There is no
1: escape from a cold. A lie, God is your enemy. Down below the reservoir, something stirs. Down below the reservoir, something stirs. Only at the end do you realize you have to begin again. Episode 111. One tadpole, silver.
0: I saw you. A silver drop in stolid brown. A dart amid the listless sway of fronds submerged. Hiding from shadows. The pecking of birds. Down I stretched to get you. Before me, water is a setting gel. The colour of grapes tunnelled with writhing, squiggling tadpoles black. On my stomach, leaning out from concrete, my reflection comes up through green to meet me. Suddenly, a hand on my ankle, a hand between my shoulder blades. You're You're going going in! in. You're You're going in! Fight my brother's hold, I shout. Let me go! Let go of me! But they tip me down, over the edge. And there, my reflection, a breath away. I'm told I have old eyes. Big and grey and clear circled with pale my hair thin above temples stranded between ginger and brown never taking the shape i want to give it i'm a strip of a thing mum says i'll grow into myself give it time give it time my forehead breaks the water's surface stop 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 but I'm released. Next time, Manta. Next time you're going down. Abandoned on the concrete by the stream, I pull my clothes back to order, tucking my shirt into my trousers. They could have broken the jars. They could have scared you away. (laughs) My brothers hopped the stream and left me. Hot, feeling the scrape, the length of my belly, I searched for you again. And I saw you. Reaching out, I bent to scoop. I grazed my knees on the blocks of the bridge. I gouged a hole in water. I was clumsy. You darted away. I leant further out and down and tried. I gouged again and got you. Caught in my jam jar. I rose, delighted, turning glass in my hands. Look, look. There, behind the picked away label. A wriggling silver drop. My brothers were not impressed.
1: Only one? Rubbish. We got dozens. They held
0: aloft their swarming prisons. More flesh than water. Boiling shadows in the sun. Their tadpoles were identical black spots of ink. Nothing like you. A dozen steps behind, I wandered home. Watching you glint and twinkle in your jar. A captured star. A sugar sparkle. My little silver lovely... Cruel people would say we lived in squalor. They'd point at our gables of unfinished brick, tarpaulins keeping water out. They'd sneer at our unmown grass, the carnival of weeds, throwing up the rusting husk of washing machine. Beside it, a lawnmower, picked apart against a scree of brick and box of timber. Our home, cordoned by unwanted things. Out beyond the house, where lawn became field and fences gave up, An old bath lay, lime green, raised on bricks, discarded during renovations that were themselves discarded. We filled the bath with water, made mazes of stones and twigs. My brothers poured their tadpoles in. Look at them go! Look at them go! Laughing as they hit the water or smacked to die against the sides. They scraped out the stragglers with the handle of a spoon. Scraped out the bits that came off. I held you up against the light, you danced, a living disco ball, I tapped the jar, you bumped back, carefully, so carefully, I tipped the jar, and out you went, chasing your brothers and sisters through mazes. My own brothers grew bored, went inside to watch the telly, but I stayed until it got too cold and dark. Reluctant, I left you, could barely sleep, up at dawn to watch you again. I fed you curls of ham, sticky bacon fat, hard-boiled eggs. You were a hungry thing.
1: There's fewer tadpoles, there's, there's like a dozen less. Do you think birds got them, or did they grow legs and hop out of the bath?
0: I shrugged, said nothing. I knew the answer. One tadpole, silver, swollen and sluggish, lazing at the base of the bath, getting bigger and fatter as the normal tadpoles disappeared. You grew a set of kicking legs, a pair of paddling hands. Your tail came away, in my hands, ugh. A silver baby carrot. And then you were a frog, big as a Labrador, wallowing in a yellow-green soup. Down the middle of your back, a crease grew, growing wider and deeper every day, I remember when I saw it open first, like a mouth. Thick lips and fleshy rim, a soft pink-grey envelope, unspoiled by tongue or teeth. I remember when I heard you first. And in those gulps and swallows, sounds you'd heard and learned to copy. I laughed. Oh, my jewel, I love you, I love you so much. Bow. Oh, hello. <laughs> Can you say, hello? Hello. Say, I'm Mantha Tallon.
1: Mantha Talon. M-M-M-T-T-T-L-N. And
0: what do I call you?
1: What a I call
0: <laughs> a Pleasure to meet you.
1: Pleasure to meet
0: you. <laughs> you bumped against my outstretched hand, took it softly in your crease. You felt like warmest, softest glass. I played tapes to you. We sang along. Soon you could sing Wonderwall, all by yourself. Knew all the words to Charles and Eddie. Look into my eyes, can't, can't you see, see they're
1: open wide?
0: <laughs> we listened to films and TV programs. You learned to do impressions. You were Eamon Dunphy and Clint Eastwood, Hugh Grant and Frank off Bosco. You are my first, my best friend. I had no others. My brothers didn't like you.
1: What are you up to?
0: Nothing. Nothing at all.
1: Nothing at all.
0: What was that? What was that? Hello, hello. What the fuck is that? Stop, stop, it's mine. Don't, don't touch it. What the fuck is that thing? It's
1: fucking mutated or something.
0: That shouldn't exist. That's fucking wrong.
1: Manta, stay away from it. Go back to the house. We'll take care of it.
0: No, you don't, you don't understand. It's friendly. It's a good thing. And it does impressions. Just tell it a song and it'll sing it for you. Anything, it'll do it for you. It's good. It's lovely. Hello, hello. Pleasure to meet you.
1: Oh, come here to me.
0: Emmet, <laughs> Emmet,
1: get me a rock.
0: No, no! I pulled Brendan to the ground, yanking fistfuls of his hair, slamming his forehead into the dirt, and Emmet ran screaming. I kept hitting Brendan until they pulled me from his back, held me, kicking and pummeling air. They learned to leave you alone. You were one thing of mine they weren't going to spoil. And you grew... No longer a strange silver frog, the entire space of the bath, filled with your jeweled meat, bending your arms and legs, crushing them under silver skin. I asked you, are you in pain? You can barely move? Oh, you poor thing. You poor thing.
1: Manta, Manta, don't cry. I'm soft, Manta. Shapes come easy, Manta.
0: You reabsorbed your limbs. They shrank until they were wrinkles in silver. The last to go, a single toe. I watched it wriggle and give up the ghost. Save for that long and open increase, you were formless now.
1: Aston Anything,
0: Mantha. So I made plans. I'd invite people round. Come have a look, I'd say. Do you have any requests? Any song you want. Finally, people would want to come round. Of course they'd be my friends, if they saw how fun I was, the fun thing I owned. They'd see I was worth being friends with. I invited Orla Drake. Do you remember her? She lived down the road from us. She was on our way home from school, and I called her from our gate. I smiled as widely as I could and beckoned. Orla! Orla! She stopped, put her school bag down by her feet. What do you want? Oh, I did my best to ignore the sneer on her face. I have something I want to show you, I said. My brothers are in the village. It's all right. I beckoned again. I want to show you. I want you to be the first to see. I led her through the long grass, round rotting things, up to where the lawn ran into field, where you lay in your bath. She was scared, but I smiled. Lean close and listen. She came close to the crease. I can't hear anything. Neil, put your head close. I still can't. Wait. I hear something?
1: Le Plume de maton.
0: That's his... Eddie Izzard. Eddie Izzard. Orla Drake grinned and leaned closer. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Wait until you hear it, do Brian Dobson. That's really good. Listen.
1: This is the 6 one news.
0: Wow! You'd think it was him. I don't think I'd ever been so happy. How I wanted her to be my friend. Stay for tea, I said. Stay for tea. But she'd seen enough and went. When she came back with her friends the next day, they didn't want to talk to me. They pushed past. They wanted to see you. I was okay. Friendships aren't instantaneous. It gave me a hint of power. Just a hint, but enough for me. I took it out on Alice Cleary. Of all of them, she was the one I didn't let see you. I hated Alice Cleary. She had a patch of dead skin under her left eye. That was reason enough for anyone to hate her. Why did they have to hate me instead? That was something I could never understand. They said, um, they said... What do you want, Alice? Can I see? Just a little look. I won't... I'm kind of busy right now. Haven't you got other friends? T- oh, yeah. They said, yeah, bye. I looked out under lace curtains. Alice stood at the door, face tilted up, an unyielding wood. She lifted her hand to knock again, thought better of it, and let it fall by her side. She turned and wandered down the path, back toward the road. She's standing there an hour later. Oh, God. How I hated Alice Cleary. When I told the girls around the bath about my triumph, they looked at each other and laughed. I laughed along, and that made them stop. We're thirsty, so I brought them out a tray of drinks. The girls had a list of requests, and you sang their songs, and they laughed and danced in the long grass. I sat on the fence and watched the fun. I clapped to your music, sang when I knew the words. And I made more plans. I'd put you on wheels, bring you about town, crowds coming from far and wide, trevish, drumree, just to see you perform. Not a bad place, this town, not really. Uncaring, perhaps. Small, and closed off, with no use for the rest of the world. But towns and cities beyond bog and hill awaited. We'd tour the world, and the world would want to see us and the things you could do. You'd put on different voices, I'd wear different clothes, everyone knowing who I am, no one knowing where I came from. Orla Drake was the last to leave, and when she passed, I jumped from the fence. Orla, I said, grabbing her arm. Orla, we're having a special dinner tonight, a roast, and mum is... Why are you asking me? It's my birthday, she glared, shit in the treads of her shoes. No. Why are you asking me. Why would I care? Because we're friends now, aren't we? We're friends? Friends with you. Why would I want to be friends with you? She pushed me. The smell of you. The fucking state of you. Pushed me hard. You look like a rass. A rass in boys' rags. I wouldn't be friends with you if my life depended on us. Why did she have to be so cruel? You could snap me in half. Just a little thing, almost nothing. She didn't have to rub my face in it. Standing, shaking in front of her, I think of my brothers laughing, watching me humiliated, the face of my mother saying, I should have known better than to try all knowing for sure I was nothing. I just wanted to claw that look from her eyes, to claw that smirk off her face, wanted her to hurt, to sting a little. I went for her. She staggered back, a piece of metal in the grass. She tripped. Her head cracked open on the side of your bath. I was almost sick with laughing. I would have panicked if it wasn't for you. Would have broken there and then. But you guided me.
1: Tuck her knees in. Fold her arms across her chest. I'll swallow. You'll never see her again.
0: I watched. Orla Drake went down in bites. How did she taste? Nice? Or was she sour? Did you choke a little on her? Next morning you'd grown again. Silver in five blunt limbs, hanging over the sides of the bath. One at the top, two at the bottom, one on either side. A girl, beginning.
1: Seven. Seven more and you'll be, just like me.
0: We can leave this town together. So? Orla Drake in first, Minnie Caffrey two days later, Ashling Toot and the panic began, Steffi Toot looking for her little sister, Darcy Donovan and I told Everyone about this strange white van parked at the reservoir. Brona Moy. That was the name on her license, at least. And Alice Cleary. Please, Manta, why won't you let me look? You've let all the other girls look. I'll be your friend. Oh, Alice, I'm sorry. Sure, come in. Of course you can have a look. Now lean close and Listen. It's beautiful. I let her look. And she goes in. She was the worst. She struggled. The orange spikes of the yard brush beating between shoulders, beating her down, pushing her in, into your opening. Remember what she said. My mummy will miss me. Don't. My mummy will miss me. I told her, you're going in. Don't fight, Alice. You bit, the side of her face pulled away in a strip, pink and red. And you got your silver so dirty. Look at you. Let me wash you.
1: Mantha, Mantha, almost done, almost ready. One more to
0: finish. With Alice swallowed, you looked so much like me. She was the seventh but girls now scared to come our way and mother keeping me in both day and night. You still need an eighth girl to finish. One option left. I remember when you opened your eyes that first time, dark polished stones in silver flesh, and said, Mantha Talon, I'm Mantha Talon. My heart skipped. I saw myself lying in the bath in an inch of yellow-green water. Save for the crease from chin to crotch, opening toothless, spitting bubbles, you were me, grown up. Perfect. Except, will you learn to do hair? I stroke the warm, soft glass of your unfurnished skull, whispering, doesn't matter if you don't. You blink eyes unspoiled by lashes, nothing disturbing, silver skin. You smile. I won't get to see you rise. But you'll be a bigger, better me. You'll make this world your own. Wait until they see the me we've made, a silver girl, tall and strong and fearless too, and beautiful, everything I should have been. Do you need me to give you more memories? Are you full? Are you ready to be me? Okay, I'm undressing now. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. Please. Okay, okay. I'm... Can you... can you promise me? Make it quick, won't you? I don't want to be like Alice Cleary, going down in slow stages, feeling myself coming apart, bit by bit. I don't want to know what's happening. Promise me. Please. Promise. Promise. You won't let me feel.
1: <laughs> and down below the reservoir, something stirs. Down Below the Reservoir is written by Graeme Tugwell and performed by Sarah Maria Griffin, Dave Rudden, Deirdre Sullivan and Graeme Tugwell. Story originally adapted by Sinead O'Brien. This podcast is recorded and sound designed at Display Studios Dublin and produced by Rebecca Gimblis. Down Below the Reservoir is a work of fiction and any resemblance to places or people living or dead is purely coincidental. A new episode of Down Below the Reservoir is available every two weeks through iTunes, Stitcher, and at downbelowthereservoir.com, where you can find links to our Facebook, Twitter, and our Patreon crowdfunding campaign. Only through your support and donations is Down Below the Reservoir made possible. Join us. And remember... Everyone drinks the water here.